right, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Thank you for joining us. Where every day we have something going on. Whether it's 1% with him, a His Hard Line discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg block hour. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. Here just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts. To tell you how to assemble your nation. How to get your nation back. How to restore the republic. How to take accountability for your own life. And to finally be free. You know, the problem is, is that there's just too many people out there that just want to complain. They don't want to be part of the solution. They just want to whine and whine and whine and blah, blah, blah. You know, they just want to cry, cry, cry. But you know what? I tell those people, once you get off to the sidelines, grab your little juice box, go sit down, suck your thumb, and watch the real men and women get after it. Because if all you're going to do is complain, then what, then what good are you? Be part of the solution. Don't sit there and cry about it. Don't sit there and contribute to the problem or, you know, say you got the solution. Why don't you be part of it? Get involved with your assembly. But first, why don't you get involved with God? Because that's where it starts. You got to get involved with God. You got to get involved with Jesus Christ. Invite him in your heart because we can't turn this nation around unless we all point to God. God has to be centered at everything we do. I don't think many people realize just how important that little detail is. God has to be centered at the heart of everything. I mean, if we have any chance of turning this country around, that's the way it has to be. And remember what it says in Joshua 1.9. I command you, be firm and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Hard Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Why do I say that? Because they are the host. They are the ones in charge, and they are the ones at the wheel. So therefore, it only makes makes logical sense that they're steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. I am, again, Jason, your co-host. It is November 21st, 2022, Monday. And um, again, like I always say, make sure you uh, you put your trust and faith and uh, surrender your life 100% over to God and Jesus Christ, because when you do that, they will make certain that they will steer your personal ship into that safe harbor so that you can finally anchor and be able to get your feet on solid dry land and be able to have peace and refuge once and for all. So glad to have you all here. You are joined here at His Heart Line with another episode of 1% with Him, and we're going to be doing a reading out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 16, verses 1 through 12. Not a whole lot, but after this, I am going to be doing a, excuse me, another show here. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be His Heart Line discussion, a bit of a blend of an assembly update and more, along with what's going on with the military. I got more, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a couple of sound bites that I want to play from SG Anon. Um, I'm not going to be playing the full 48-minute clip. I can most certainly, you know, post links if you want that video. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I'm only going to play a few snippets that are really important. But we're also going to talk about the prophecies of two presidents from Kim Clement. That's going to be very interesting. So the next show is going to be very, 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 um, and I know I usually emphasize 
<clears throat> I don't say this lightly, but when I say the next show is going to be very, very important, it's going to be pretty solid. Um, almost, I think, solid enough that I think I might make it its own episode in the uh, His Hardline podcast section um, under the assembly on the His Hardline website. It's going to be pretty, pretty solid. So I'm hoping that we'll see uh, Destry on here because um, he might be relevant to answering or addressing certain things possibly too, but uh, very solid. So we're going to get through this Isaiah chapter 16 first because God has to come first before we do anything else can't have it any other way. So, and again, for those of you that are new to 1% with him and you're wondering, why does he call this show 1% with him? Well, first off, him is not me. Him is with Jesus Christ and God. That's number one. And the reason we call it 1% with him is because when you look at a 24-hour period of your day that we all have, we all have the same 24 hours, 1% of that 24 hours is roughly 15 minutes, just a little shy of 15 minutes, but we round up to 15 minutes. So we minimum always try to encourage people minimum to spend at least 15 minutes a day reading a little scripture and spending a little time in prayer, a little conversation with God. You'd be surprised just how far that takes you and how far it'll go and just the amount of transformation that you'll actually have um, within your own life. A couple quick show notes, too, before I get rocking and rolling. Don't forget the website. I know I don't really push this anymore because I've just gotten lazy. And quite frankly, God's going to make this grow as he sees fit. I don't think me pushing this every single day and boring you with it is going to make a huge difference. But every once in a while. Uh, so don't forget about the website, hishardline.com. Um, that's hishardline.com. If you want to know more information about the National Assembly, you can also go to national-assembly.net. If you want to figure out how to assemble your county and your state to see what's going on in your local area, there's forums that you can get involved with for free and converse with people in your local county and your local state. Also, if you want to order a His Hardline um, coffee mug or a uh, tumbler, a traveler uh, travel coffee mug, a tumbler, a His Hardline tumbler, um, or a His Hardline keychain, or a koozie for, you know, to, you know, place your pop cans in, or if you're like me and you like to drink a little hard cider once in a while, put a little hard cider or a brewski in there. Um, you can contact Randy at just crafting around two at gmail.com. That's just crafting around two at gmail.com. And how you spell that is J U S T C R A F T E N A R O U N D the number two at gmail.com. So again, that's just crafting around two at gmail.com. Check it out. Um, we're also talking about maybe possibly him doing some shirts as well. Um, like I said, my wife and I haven't been really pressing it really hard just because we've been so busy. She's so busy with homeschooling. I'm so busy with just life in general, assembly business, doing this podcast, keeping up with house chores and anything else that I pretty much am forgetting. I don't have time to make these shirts. So it's very well possible that uh, Randy, if uh, if he wants to take that on, that's totally up to him. He also he does have a vinyl machine so he can do a red shirt with the white vinyl um, with the His Hardline logo on the front. And the Joshua 1.9 scripture in the back where it says, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That is my favorite verse. Therefore, I would like to have that on the back. Plus, I think it's very 
uh, a very good verse for a lot of people to read and remember because it is solid advice that comes from Joshua 1.9. And so, but he also has a sublimation machine. So if you're a type of person that likes to wear white or a light gray, he could do um, pretty much just about anything. So just, again, it's just craftingaround2 at gmail.com. And I'll make sure, I hope I don't forget, to put that email in the show notes. So check it out. Check out the Telegram. Check out the True Social. I'm typically trying to remember to post every day um, what he has made and, you know, what the, you know, just the little inventory is. So check it out. Like I said, it's not something we're trying to get rich on, but it's just something that just promotes the show. So, okay, let's get rocking and rolling with the reading so we can also move on to the next show. Because again, my goal is to try to get through this in a little bit more timely fashion, both shows, not just this one, so I can get to bed in a more timely fashion and get some rest because it sucks when you got to get up at 2 a.m. with only like three and a half hours of sleep. That sucks. (laughs) Okay, so I am reading out of Isaiah chapter 16, out of the New American Bible, revised edition, by the way. Okay, so I'm not reading out of the NASB 95. I'm reading out of the New American Bible, revised edition. That's my favorite. And personally, in my opinion, I think pretty accurate. Um, some pe- Everybody's different. Everybody likes different things. Some people like NIV. Some people like, you know, this, that, whatever, you know. Um, the important thing is read it. That's the biggest thing. Read it. Get close to God. Be intimate with him. Get to know him. Have him know you. Okay, chapter 16, verse 1. Send them forth, hugging the earth like reptiles from Salah across the desert to the mountain, excuse me, to the mount of daughter Zion. Like flushed birds, like scattered nestlings are the daughters of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Offer counsel, take their part at high noon, make your shade like the night. Hide the outcast, do not betray the fugitives. Let the outcast of Moab live with you. Be their shelter from the destroyer. When there is an end to the oppressor, when destruction has ceased and the marauders have vanished from the land, a throne shall be set up in mercy, and on it shall sit in fidelity in David's tent, a judge upholding right, prompt to do justice. We have heard of the pride of Moab, how very proud he is of his haughtiness, pride, and arrogance, that his empty words do not match. Therefore, let Moab wail. Let everyone wail for Moab, for the raisin cakes of Kerharaseth, let them sigh, stricken with grief. The terraced slopes of Heshbon languish, the vines of Sibma, whose clusters once overpowered the lords of nations, reaching as far as Jazir, winding through the wilderness, whose branches spread forth, crossing over the sea. Therefore I weep with Jazir. For the vines of Sibma, I drench you with my tears, Heshbon and Elela. For on your summer fruits and harvest, the battle cry has fallen. From the orchards are taken away, joy and gladness in the vineyards, there is no singing, no shout of joy. In the wine presses, no one treads grapes, the vintage shout is stilled. Therefore, for Moab, my heart moans like a leer, my inmost being for Ker Haraseth. When Moab hears himself out on the high places and enters his sanctuary to pray, it shall avail him nothing. Excuse me, I said this had 12 verses. No, it's 13 verses. Excuse me. Last verse. That is the word the Lord spoke against Moab in times past. Excuse me, 14. Wow, I am not paying attention. 14 verses. But now the Lord speaks in three years like the years of a hired laborer. 
The glory of Moab shall be empty despite all its great multitude, and the remnant shall be very small and weak. And that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the full reading of verses 1 through 14 in chapter 16, not verses 1 through 12, just FYI. My apologies for that. My Lord. Okay, now let's get to the lessons from the text. Now, okay, so here we're pointing to Christ. Now, if we reference Luke 24, 27, Jesus teaches two disciples about the purpose and mission of Christ from the Old Testament. Now, as we have seen in this chapter and earlier chapters, now most of the prophecies in one way or another reference Jesus. Now here, in this case, we see that his kingdom will be established on mercy and that he will haste righteousness. Now in one verse, the essence of God is revealed and he is merciful and he seeks justice and desires righteousness for all and is the truth. I mean, what an amazing king that is. So here we have a glimpse of Jesus, the sovereign king. And chapter 9 spoke of his birth through a virgin. Psalm 23 spoke of his death on the cross. And scattered all throughout God's word here in the Bible, nestled in prophecy, are so many details about Jesus. And whenever you read scripture, stop and ask yourself, is that referring to Christ? You'll honestly be amazed at what you'll find when you come to that conclusion. Now, let's break this down to, um, hold on a second. Let's just run something here real quick. Okay, let's break this down verse by verse real quick by commentary. Now, as we look at verses 1 and 2, Salah is a mountain to the far southeast of Israel. And it's located in modern-day Saudi Arabia. The Arnon River flows into the Dead Sea on the borders of what was then Moab. Now, the Lamb is a reference from 2 Kings 3-4, when Moab was under Israel control, Israeli control. Now, as it was in the past on Moab's day of destruction, they will turn to pay tribute to Jerusalem. Now, in verses 3 through 4, God calls Moab to be righteous and to open their borders to refugees. In chapter 15, verse 5, if you recall from yesterday, God cries over the state of Moab now that tenderness is explained as a chance for redemption. And God is going to plead with Moab once more. And so in that time, the ruler of the region will be a king in Jerusalem. And as the throne of Judah will be vacant until Jesus' return, chapter 15, as well as this chapter, points to events from the end times when Jesus will take the throne of David, which was promised to David in 2 Samuel 7. Now, as we glance at 6 through 8, God returns to the theme that began back in chapter 2, which had to do with judging man for haughtiness. In verses 9-11, through 11, God cries over the fact that he has to destroy his creation because man's sins. And like I said yesterday, remember, he takes no pleasure in seeing one suffer for the consequences for one's choice. But God's calling for Moab in verses 3-4 through four, will be discarded as Moab will in that time seek to their place of worship, basically worshiping false gods, rather than to Jerusalem in the true one divine God. In verse 13, God uses past tense while referring to a future event. Being outside of time, God that is, God sees every choice 
that every man and woman and child will make as if it had already occurred. Again, this is why we already know God wins at the end of this whole story. And then as we look at the last verse, God is decreeing a new immediate prophecy against Moab. Now, this prophecy was given three years prior to the Assyrian invasion, around 730 BC. So ultimately, that is the commentary for chapter 16. And um, I tell you, this, this, the, the book of Isaiah, it really just, it continues to never, it continues to surprise me more and more as I read it. Um, this has to be, I think, my third time. Excuse me, my second full time that I'm reading this through and through. Um, I've glanced through it a lot of times, but second time reading it, you know, from start to finish. But I like Isaiah. And now Rita was saying Isaiah 53 is amazing. Man, now I can't wait to get to that. I'm sure we'll probably get to that sometime in December, if I'm guessing correctly. Um, but yeah, I love the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is just a miraculous book. It's, you know, I don't know if I'd say it's one of my favorites, but it is definitely in the top five. So, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to close this out with a closing prayer. And then we're going to get, uh, give me about five or six minutes, God willing, and hopefully Podbean does not mess with me with the volume. So let me just put that little note out there for you all right now. It, I'm going to try to get back on here within five minutes. If for whatever reason it takes a little longer, bear with me. It's just for some reason, when I follow another show after a show, the audio wants to just be ridiculously stupid. So forgive me. <laughs> okay. So, um, let me find my awesome piano music. It's not like I need it, but it just sets a nice little tone behind it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Piano music? Does it stink when I, when I pray with it? Or would you rather have no piano music? I'll, I'll, I guess I'll let you guys vote on that in the chat board here while I do a prayer. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life and good health. And we really appreciate all the wisdom and the guidance that you provide us on a daily basis. We need it more than ever as we proceed forward in this life and proceed forward with the future events that are coming up. We just ask that you continuously be with us, be the shining light, be that beacon of light so we know where to be guided. Um, Oftentimes, we, we sometimes veer off the path, but we will make sure that we will always seek your face and always try to remember to invite your son into our heart so that we may get back on that righteous path, so that we may stay the course and make sure that we are always doing what's right. Father, we also ask for repentance for our own life, for all the sins that we've committed. We do come to you in remorse, and we ask that you amend our life. We ask that you help make things right, and you help us steer clear of sin so that we can live as best as we possibly can reflecting your holy son most importantly we also pray for our enemies we pray that the holy spirit works through all of them we pray that they can fail at their schemes against your remnant against your people and we also pray most importantly not only do they fail at their plans but we pray that they turn to you as the one and only true God and not the false gods that they like to worship. And we pray all of this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Let me look at the chat board here. Welcome, Mr. Destry Payne. I see your awesome sunglass emoji as usual. It's like his trademark. You know, I'm going to make him a t-shirt that has a sunglass emoji. Like that should be his thing. Like, you know, not the reference of Forrest Gump thing. Cause I cannot stand Tom Hanks, but like, you know, the 
whole yellow face and the, you know, smiley face that Walmart seems to use with all their stuff. I'm going to make a t-shirt that's got a sunglass emoji for Destry Payne and like maybe a little meme underneath it saying, bring in the pain or whatever. I don't know. It'll be something cool. So anyways, let's see. Randy says, love it. Rita says, soft music. Oscar says, like the piano, like piano. Let's see. Raccoon six, like the show. Uh, Rita says, or violin. I like that idea. Actually. I like that idea. I've been thinking about switching it up with the piano. The piano seems a little too sad. At least this particular one. I like violin. I've always liked violin sonatas. Um, lately I've been getting into jazz, listening to jazz piano. I don't know why I like, it's funny. I was listening to it today when I was making dinner, a little sidebar. Um, Oscar says, just no fiddle. <laughs> Read it with the banjo. You see me get the heck out of here. The banjo. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us all. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The banjo. What are we freaking living in West Virginia? You're going to no, dear heavenly father. Yeah, that's going to go over real well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was born in Missouri. They do banjos in Missouri? What? Huh. I'd be, I'm shocked if they do. I thought that was like a West Virginia, Kentucky kind of thing. Oh, you're just, oh, you're just spreading fake news now, Rita. <laughs> but anyway, um, Marine Corps, him on bagpipes is cool. That, that does sound cool. But I think that'd be not as subtle to do prayers. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I need to change it up because I do like switching up things. As you know, I like to switch up the intros like I switch up underwear, uh, which is not very often, which is probably why I stink all the time. So you, that's probably why I don't have friends. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't really do that. Everyone's going to think, ew, you are a grody, grody host or co-host. Ducky. Good thing you're over the radio and not in person because, <laughs> yeah, we might have to burn you in your clothes. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, I like to switch up, you know, intros and um, I was thinking about switching up to prayer music. I don't know. For some reason, it just sets a nice little tone. So, okay, I'm going to close this out. I hope you all have a blessed day or night if I don't see you on the other side. So, again, remember, give me about five, six, seven minutes because for some reason, Podbean likes to be the biggest pain in the butt. After I end a show and try to start another show, it's like my audio magically just doesn't want to work. And I'm sitting here and putzing with it like an old geezer, not knowing what's going on for 10 minutes, trying to get my audio to work. So, um, so again, bear with me. So I'm going to come right back again. It's going to be an awesome show. Um, I'm going to, again, try to get to the point here with the next show. Again, we're going to be talking about the, the prophecy of two presidents, uh, what's going on with the military and how the midterms that just happened was a litmus test that these things that happened was a litmus test to judge the sentiment of the public for a public military takeover and a lot of other things in between about Pelosi being on our way to another foreign nation right now and how she's fired and just everything. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. So come back, join us for the His Hardline discussion. And if we don't see you on the other side, we'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. God bless. And we are out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Every day we have something going on. Whether it's 1% with him, a His Hardline discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg block hour. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. Here just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts. To tell you how to assemble your nation.
how to get your nation back, how to restore the republic, how to take accountability for your own life, and to finally be free. steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. (laughs) 